Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Burning Questions. My name is Mbali and today I have two amazing guests. Um, Diego, who is the newest member of um, FAN. Diego, welcome to Burning Questions. Thank you very much, Mbali. And Mr. HP, who is the director of FAN. Um, FAN, welcome to another episode of Burning Questions. Thanks, Mbali. And Diego, uh, welcome aboard. We're going we're gonna to do some great stuff uh, for those of you who don't know, Tiejo uh, uh, joined us from the realm of politics where he stood as a candidate in last year's election. So he has a ton of experience and bitterness that he can share with us. And it's all going to add to this idea of how can we make freedom a real thing in politics. So Tiejo, welcome aboard. It's going to be a great journey. Thank yes, you very much. sir. <laughs> All right, guys. So today we are talking about cadre deployment and I just have a little code card to share with you guys. Um, this code card was uh, put together by Mr. HP himself and the code card reads, cadre deployment is the knee on the neck of South Africa's most vulnerable people. It's choking to death those in desperate need of a state that works, a government that helps them get on their feet with dignity. Um, I think this is a very well put together um, um, quote, and uh, Mr. HP, we, we we can see the emotions there <laughs> in that wording. Um, I think I'll start with with you, Diego. Uh, maybe for someone who doesn't know, what is cadre deployment? Well, in basic terms, cadre deployment refers to the appointment of members of a governing party into. Mm-hmm public office on the basis that they are loyal members of that governing party. Um, here in South Africa, we have seen that playing out and, and, and from local government level, provincial, national level, we have seen it playing out whereby uh, members of the African or loyal members of the African National Congress are deployed into positions within um, positions and, and, and state owned uh, entities positions and department positions on the basis that they are loyal members of the ANC mm. so that's that's mm. what it is essentially that that's the basic um, <laughs> explanation um Herman I think I will come to you um when you were putting together this code card what was what were you what were you feeling because I, I feel a lot of uh, personal uh, feelings on this on this code card maybe you can also was your definition of cadre deployment. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think uh, Tiejo stated it quite well. And this quote actually comes from a piece that I'm in, in the process of writing that I gave to uh, to Sholin uh, so that we mm. can get this quote card out there. Um, so the reason why you get the strong emotion from this, this quote of, of, of a piece of mine is that cadre deployment really is a sort of an invisible poison. It's sort of it's it's mm. part of this trio of 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 really uh, incredibly uh, corrupt uh, practices within South Africa, where it is aimed at benefiting um, the ANC and no one mm. else. So we've got cadre deployment as one element of this. We have BEE, which 
of course, we all know stands for blatant elite enrichment. And then yeah. we have policies that take away the freedom from South Africans and put assets into the hands of the government, expropriation without compensation, national health insurance scheme, uh, prescribed assets, uh, these sorts of policies. All the, 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 what these three things have in common is that they make this they make the state the government the institutions of south africa loyal to the mm -hmm. anc and not to the people of south africa because if you want to be mm -hmm. a judge in south africa you can't be a good advocate mm -hmm. uh, and then become a good magistrate and then become a high court judge based solely on your merit because in south africa and the anc yeah. is quite blatant this. In South Africa, we've got this cadre deployment nonsense, where if you're going to become a high court mm. judge, you have to be an ANC cadre in most instances. Now, of course, there are instances mm. where cadres are not appointed, where there are some really good appointments to the high court bench, for example. But the problem becomes when appointees are more loyal to a political party than the constitution or the people of this country. Mm -hmm. And what that leads to is... Yeah neither corruption or incompetence. And both of those end up mm. with being the neck on the knee of South African people. Because if you are poor in South Africa, you need the state to help you in some way. Yeah, You cannot, we need people to get yeah. housing and we need to have the state involved in schooling and housing and clinics and hospitals and roads. When you appoint someone to a department who's good at the job, you're giving the poorest, most vulnerable mm. South Africans a chance to get service delivery yeah. from a state that works. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to appoint people not mm -hmm. on what they can do, but how loyal they yeah. are to the ANC, you are compromising the ability of the poorest South Africans to get good educations, yeah. good homes, good clinics. So it's the knee on the neck mm -hmm. of people in South Africa who are struggling to get by. And if there's one thing that gets yeah. me into a, into a rage uh, very, very quickly, it is politicians mm. taking away opportunities from the mm. people who need them the most. And that's exactly yeah. what CADA deployment does. Yeah, definitely. Um, Mr. HP, that was, yeah, heartfelt. <laughs> um, Diego, maybe um, any last thoughts uh, from your side uh, with regards to this code card before we move to the comment of the week? Well, I agree with him and that uh, the department is quite poisonous. Um, mm. Not only given that it, 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 it really ruins departments, state-owned entities and everything of that nature, but even, for example, here in Limpopo on the ground, you have a lot of young people who have dropped out of school because they saw a lot of people coming from Sesheho, friends and, 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 and people surrounding Julius Maliemak getting into, mm. into the whole gender mm. thing and becoming rich. So you have a lot of young people who stopped believing in the education system, uh, yeah. went on yeah. to join the African National Congress because they thought that uh, it, it, it has to be the way to get to the top. Education mm. doesn't cut it. Mm. So yeah, it has done a lot of damage in society, even at the ground level. Mm. Sure, that, those yeah. are my thoughts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, which is quite sad. Um, okay, let's move on to comment of the week from one of our uh, viewers it's very interesting um, and what 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 was very interesting about it is the um, the language that was used 
Um, anyway, the comment goes as follows. Um, politicians, politicians have made our lives a living hell while living in luxury. It's our money, not theirs to use, not theirs to use and abuse as they please. Democracy has become democracy. ANC has a total disregard for this country and its people. Evidence has shown um, they are rotten to the core. Thieves and vultures are hiding behind designer suits and using the people as collectible, shameless, toot heads, the whole lot of them. I don't know if you guys see the last word there. I'm not going to pronounce it. But um, I think let's start with you, with you Herman. Um, do you think... Uh, what what's this, what what we have in this comment? Um, do you think his his wording or his views are valid? What do you think about this comment? I think I think there's a, there's a lot of merit here. There's a lot of validity here. But I'm also going to say that mm. it's only half of the problem. Um, and mm. and because and this is where it sounds sort of gets a bit hardcore. Politicians are the quality that the citizens demand of them so when we have let's let's pronounce it this way when we have shafids as politicians <laughs> we need to ask ourselves what are we doing to change that it's not enough to complain mm. we know in this country complaining can only get you so far complaining is important it gets the ball rolling it gets conversations going yeah. but it's not enough so i want mm. fauzia to go further than this to take this comment and then actually ask, right, what has led to this being the case? What has led to this division, this, this, this distance between citizens and politicians, making it possible for the politicians to abuse the citizenry and use them as collateral? And I think there are a few reasons. One, the most obvious reason, is voter turnout. We have 40 million yeah. South Africans in this country who are of voting age. And yet at the last election, something like between 17 and 19 million people actually voted. Yeah. That means more than half of the people who could have voted in the last election did not pitch. And now I'm going to perhaps be a bit rude to Fauzia and not in a direct way, but I'm, I'm going to ask everyone mm. who shares these sentiments, myself included, mm. what have we done to change voter turnout? Have we gone out mm. and spoken to our colleagues, mm. people who work for us, people who go to school with us, yeah. to university with us? Have we asked them, you know, did you vote? Yeah. And if not, why not? And try to engage yeah. on that level. Because this is a problem that we must cure. No one else, no one else. The mm. AMC has no interest in boosting the numbers of people who go to the ballot box because they know those people are likely to vote against the ANC. So the first thing is electoral mm. participation is embarrassingly low in South Africa. Yeah. And I understand people have lost faith in democracy, but that is no excuse to then sit back and then go up. Oh, there's nothing we can do. We can either complain or mm. immigrate or see our kids and grandkids emigrate away from us. So when we are going to complain, yeah. yes, you have a right to complain, but take it one step further. Take it to a step of, have I actually done something to boost mm. political accountability in this country, other than yeah. voting for myself? Because let's think about this. If you support a sports team and you want a sports team mm -hmm. to win or you care about football, rugby or whatever, you don't just pitch up on match day and, you know, yeah. check the result. It's a part of your life. It's something that yeah. is 
it makes your heart beat faster, that you care about, that you know about. And we have reduced mm. politics to some sort of small nook and cranny where only the politicians mm. really care about it. These are the decisions yeah. that affect our lives and the lives of our kids and grandkids. If we're going to be mm. serious about fixing this problem, we have to get real. And getting real means, yeah. what can I do to get one more person to the ballot box? Because let me put it this way. Mm. If every single person that voted against the ANC and the EFF in the 2019 elections voted for another party, there would be a new majority overnight. That's how simple it is. So problem number mm. one, electoral participation. Problem number two, political volunteering. Have you, sta have you considered standing as a candidate? You know the problems in your community. You know yeah. that the people elected don't necessarily address them. If they're serious enough for you, well, perhaps consider doing something about it. Or if they're not serious for you to take a stand, Get involved in trying to get people who you would trust in there. We all have this yeah. idea of politicians are just, you know, empty windbags. But let's fix mm. that. Let's raise yeah. the standards. So this, what Fazia yeah. is saying, is uh, is very, very true. But it's only diagnosing mm -hmm. the problem. It's not giving us yeah. a prescription for the medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mr. HP, preach the gospel, sir. I feel convicted right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, you're like an you ANC politician. Much? You're like an ANC yeah. politician. Most of them are convicted in some way. Definitely. Oh my gosh, HP, call me out. Okay, Diego, let's go to you. What do you think about Fauzi's um, comment? Well, I think I, I agree with everything that Herman has said. In addition to that, I would say that I think we need a stronger civil society sector as well that that, that holds politicians to account. Uh, since 1994, we haven't really had a strong civil society sector in South Africa. And that's part of why politicians are doing as they please and no one is holding them to account. Yeah, so I think we, we do need a stronger civil society sector. People like Fezia, who have a lot to say about what's happening in the country would like to see changes coming about should rise up and say that mm. hey, enough is mm. enough it's now time for us to take back the power into the into our hands and and truly truly in the sense in the in the true sense of the people governing uh, the people should govern sure yeah definitely um guys i think we've come to the end of our show i think this was a very very great discussion um hp thank you so much for for joining us and you too Diego. welcome to fan um yeah guys this was another episode of burning questions um do remember to check us out on facebook instagram and twitter um we'll see you guys next week and remember your freedom is worth fighting for